Spire. Welcome back to Starting Now. I'm your host, Jeff Saris. This is the show where I talk to entrepreneurs to reveal the unexpected paths to entrepreneurship. Today, I'm talking to Roger Trier. Roger is the host and creator of The Hot Dane Show on YouTube, where he punishes himself with the spiciest peppers, spiciest uh, pepper-infused chocolate and foods, and he does it all for our entertainment. He has, in the last couple of years, he's created an amazing show. Um, the show itself, along with the production quality, the set, like I am in awe of what he's done there and so jealous. Every time that I watch, I really want to take this setup that I have here and and really upgrade things. But anyway, um, the audio, we had a little bit of trouble with um, the syncing of the audio. So at times you'll hear um, you'll hear us get a little caught up when my audio wasn't in sync with my video. But um, I think you're going to enjoy this one. Definitely check out Hot Dang Show on YouTube. And without further ado, my conversation with Roger Trier. But yeah, I really appreciate you doing this. And because I love what you've built. Like the the visuals of what oh, you're doing, you. like your your studio, the the branding behind everything you've created is just it's super cool. And I love that you just started it like within the the recent memory. I mean it's when did you start? I can't pinpoint when exactly I would say about sixteen months ago. Yeah. Roughly. So I believe April, maybe February, April would be my two years on mm. it. Yeah, time flies already. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. But I mean you've also But thank you. Yeah. yeah, you've grown immensely over that time, which is awesome. I mean, you've because you started Yeah. This was your first sort of uh, venture into YouTube, right? Wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Really? My third. Oh, is it? Well, the first one, the first one, I was doing. Um, I trying to promote my um, uh, freelancing mm -hmm. business, and I do a lot of video production, uh, animation, graphic design, stuff like that. Uh, on my original channel is Roger Trier on YouTube. That's still going, but I'm not doing much with it. And the second one, you're going to laugh at this one. <laughs> I was a nutritionist. Oh, I was nice. certified nutritionist for a while. Uh-huh. And um, for some reason, it didn't work out for me, I, I thought. And uh, so I kind of let that one go. Mm -hmm. And this one, it was not planned. The hot day, well, originally called the hot damn show. Yeah. I had to change it, long story. <laughs> but uh, they could kind of like accident, accidentally happened. And yeah, it's doing so much better. And I'm happy with it. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. you're approaching 100,000 followers now or subscribers and everything. And in, in not a lot of time, it's really ramped up. And just looking at it, you can, I feel like one of the things that set you apart immediately was the brand, the the visuals, the studio, the the showcasing that you're doing something at a at a higher level than most people are, which I I really like. How did you get started with that then? Well, it wasn't planned, like I said. Um, I remember when my client sent me the original package ship. I think I believe it's the ghost pepper one, uh -huh. and 
I always talk about that I can, you know, eat spicy stuff, but I didn't know that there was a niche in the YouTube uh, field. But anyway, he sent me a package tip and I did it and just for fun, I said, oh, I think it's something I can move forward with it. Then I think about six months, six months later, I did Johnny Scoville, uh, Tube of Terror. It's, um, it's a tube with uh, peanuts. It has capsaicin crystals on it. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with capsaicin. Um, for people listening, so, if you could explain it. Anyway, well, uh, uh, capsaicin is um, it what creates heat. Uh-huh. Uh, it binds your receptor, and your brain's like, oh, it's on fire, it's on fire. So you produce uh, like an adrenal, you start to sweat, you're hyperventilating. So uh, that's what capsaicin do to your body. Um, but anyway, when I did that uh, tube of terror, um, that's where it took off. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, it looked like a, a small niche. Not a whole lot of people are doing this um, spicy channel. It, nobody really you know, paid attention to that. So I, I went along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so with um for people listening, the packy okay. chip is one chip, right, that is just blazing hot. Is that correct? Hmm. <laughs> well, it, it it's subjective. <laughs> it depends. For so for the average person though, but, it's probably um, like for the average person it's probably really hard to tolerate. Oh, absolutely, right, right. right. Right, and you gotta understand when I first started out doing that, everything was super spicy and hot, and it just like when you play in sport, you know, you practice, it makes perfect. Mm-hmm. I keep eating hot, uh, you know, hot peppers, uh, challenges, stuff like that, and your tolerance would build up as you go along, and it would be less of a struggle. Uh, I've been doing it for so long, so many times now, so I'm my tolerance, I was able to uh, handle the heat and the pain. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, yeah, you've you've really uh, <laughs> dialed things up quite a bit. I mean, for your birthday, doing the um, what what kind of cake was it again? Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's uh, Carolina Reaper cake. Um, what is it? Uh, the cake itself, it's powder. I actually bake it myself, and I think I put like. Don't remember exactly. It's an equivalent of thirty to forty Carolina Reaper the powder, and on the outside, I think I had like fifteen, fifteen Carolina Reaper. I cut it in half and I put it on the outside of the cake on the icing. So it's equivalent to fifty-four Carolina Reaper birthday cake. <laughs> that was a little mistake. Yeah, I could imagine. But yeah, that was uh, quite brutal. Yeah, how, um, <laughs> not to get into like, I don't know, the the details of that, but how long did it take for that to sort of um, work its way through your system? Because that, that is a, a painful amount of, like some of the most, the Carolina Reapers are some of the most spicy peppers on the planet, aren't they? Yeah, they're currently uh, the world record holder uh, by Ed Curry uh, from Pepper, Butt, uh, Pepper Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're currently the hardest pepper in the world. I think it's clocking at 1.2 to 1.7 million scoville. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so that's like 300, 400 times harder than jalapenos. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, that is yeah. wild. So then with all of this, so you have the YouTube channel. Is this, um, are you, because I've seen you have like at least one product. You have chocolate. Um, do you have a business connected to it? Is it a side a side project currently? So how does this sort of fit into oh. your life? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's called Bite. It's got three chocolate balls in a box. And I collaborate with the chocolate maker, Really Pete Chocolate, uh, based out in Connecticut. And he makes spicy chocolate. And he has other products out there as well. So I collaborate with him. So he created the chocolate for me. And he shipped them here, and I hand package them together. You know, the box, the label. And in fact, I designed the label as well. Nice. So it's uh, the cute little product. Uh, yes, I started that. It's been about a year now. And yeah, it's all about branding. Mm-hmm. You know, put it together, trying to get exposure. Of course, I'm trying to promote my hot dance show along with it. And so far, it's doing pretty good. Not bad. I can't complain. Yeah. And now, is this all so, a side yeah, project? It's available. Then? A side project? Uh huh. Or is this sort of, is this your main, uh, uh, like main thing you're doing or? Yes. I think for the last six, seven months, um, I spoke to my wife about the hot damn. So we had to change the name to move forward, mm-hmm. uh, from hot damn to hot damn show. And I think, you know what, honey, I'm not doing too well with the freelance business, you know, graphic design. So I'm going to try to focus a hundred percent on my time at the hot damn show. So yeah, it's becoming my full time job. And it is a full-time, uh, full-time uh, job, believe me. Um, I kid you not. Um, social media, I probably get about 100 messages plus a day, wow. emails, uh, sponsorship. Uh, so, yeah, I can't complain, but it's a lot of work. So it is a full-time job. <laughs> Definitely. And then how yeah. do you balance then between you have your chocolate product you have the YouTube channel itself for, uh-huh. I assume, uh, AdSense and ad revenue there, and then sponsorships. Are those the main the main sources of revenue? And then how do you sort of balance where you want to focus most? Well, I haven't accepted any sponsorships yet. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of sponsorships that come to me, um, um, video games. It doesn't relate oh. to the hot dance show. I was hoping something a little spicy related. <laughs> uh, that aside... Um, I'm I'm still learning. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not a professional at this, and I'm just trying to remain to have fun with it, not to get too trustful with it. I'm already trusted enough in eating so many spicy food, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't know how to balance it. I'm just playing along with it. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's I mean that is also telling though that that's what it takes because you're in those early stages where you've built something really great. And but you're still figuring it out, and we're all figuring it Absolutely out. Absolutely right. Yeah, no matter where we are, like in our journey, we're still learning. But but yeah, I really I really like every step you've taken, and that's that's why I wanted to talk like talk to you about to see um what I wanted to talk to you about to see sort of how your approach has been um or what your approach has been and how you've been uh, growing. So in terms of your channel, then okay, how would you say um what were some of the early things you did to start to get traction and start to build an audience? I'm still confused about the algorithm. I'm still learning about that stuff. <laughs> but, um, you know, just trying to understand the algorithm, uh, the analytic part of YouTube, trying to figure out 
how they're coming in, where the demographic coming in, uh, where they fall off during the video. If you're trying to find fine tune where you, for example, when I start the video, I do the introduction and I don't immediately kick in doing a challenge, maybe in the middle of the video. And I do something at the end. Always start the middle, I mean, begin in the middle and the end. Mm -hmm. So it keeps your retention longer. And that's how you get good ad revenue with it. Uh, so that's still a learning stage for me, how I get started. Um, the other part of it, it's really, really important is not only content, the quality of the mm -hmm. show. And that's what drives the attention. Um, I see a lot of, um, at a chili head, it's nothing wrong with it. They have a regular camera, you know, click on the record button, upload the video. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I mean, um, I enjoyed watching it, watching it. Um, so I just want to take it to the next level. And you know how, I know how you are. You love cameras and production and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So I'm the same way. Um, I have four cameras hooked up. So right now I'm only using one, sometimes two. Mm -hmm. They're all Panasonic Lumix uh, G8. G85, I'm sorry. Um, if you watch me, I don't know if I'm going off track. Cut me off if I, if I am. No, no, no. I love this stuff. Um, if you watch my earlier video, if you watch my earlier video, I actually started with, uh, iPhone 6. Oh, nice. A couple of videos. And all my background is just like plain. It's nothing on it. And when I look at that, it's like, eh, kind of boring. <laughs> I could be honest with that. And I just projected just adding things. You know, I took out the drop ceiling. Actually, in the man cave, I'm in the basement. Oh, nice. Okay. So I removed the drop ceiling like, to give um, the feeling of open space. A lot of people think I'm at the bar, what it looks <laughs> like, and I added those uh, patio lights. And I could start adding, you know, new bottles, new elements on the wall. It kind of, um, good mythical morning. Uh -huh. you familiar with that channel? Oh, yeah. They're my huge inspirational. Mm -hmm. I mean, they got a lot of cool stuff in the background. That's how I got the idea from. So, yeah. Um, oh, Joe Rogan uh, microphone above me. Okay. Uh, it is sure SM7B. Uh, nice. I learned that it helped uh, my speech impediment. This actually help increase some of the highs and lows. Mm -hmm. um, I invested some audio equipment. Oh, God, I spent too much money on it. <laughs> but that's the fun beauty part of it, uh, mm -hmm. doing the YouTube. But I, I, I am confident to say that I'm about 90% into this art production. It's finalizing that. And I'm still learning to add some more to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's beautiful. I know. I'm, I'm still rambling it off. <laughs> oh, no. It's all good. So, yeah, I mean, your whole set, all the audio, the video production I mean, is so good. Well, thank you. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it gets, uh, I'm combining my passion, mm -hmm. graphic design. I'm having fun eating spicy stuff. <laughs> I just put them together. And that's how the hot damn show comes about. Yeah. So I'm having fun with it. Yeah, and that's really so, smart. Yeah. I mean, you're taking your strengths and or like the one one strength in design and exactly. uh, branding and then building it into an entirely different 
revenue model, business, like everything. Have you always been mm-hmm. interested in interior design as well? Because like I, I'm so envious of the room that you have there. Like every time I watch, I'm just like, I need to upgrade what I'm doing. It's just, it's so good, but I don't feel like, I mean, with time I could learn it, but I don't have that vision for crafting a physical space. Has that been something of an interest of yours? Um, I had no interior design experience, but I do love interior design. You know, mm-hmm. I love looking at, you know, chip and crate homes, you know, small home. I'm a big fan of that. And, you know, I see a lot of uh, idea inspirational coming about. But a lot of stuff you see in here are very cheap to make. Oh, yeah? um, I don't buy anything brand new. Um, for example, the wall, the wood wall, that got through the floor uh, vinyl. You could pour the tickle off uh, nice. that, that you put on the floor. Yeah. That got a wall. So <laughs> I got that, like at Home Depot, they're like 80% off. They're going out of, um, they're on a sale. So I could put that on the wall. And I probably pay 80 bucks for it. Um, like a lot of stuff that I could put on, I find at the garage sale, or I go on to uh, Facebook Marketplace, I buy certain things. Uh, like the table here, um, this is the live edge table, and I found at the, um, the flea market. The oh, guy really? was selling it for like a couple hundred dollars. I mean, something like this, if you find a, um, a higher end level, you know, probably in a thousand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do a lot of watching YouTube magazine, get inspiration. I say, oh, I like that one. I want to see if I can find anything cheaper. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks yeah. great. And in terms of uh, your channel then and what you're building and like where you're going, what do you see in the future? Maybe in the next year, two years, do you have, do you have plans in terms of more products or anything else? Um, that's the beauty of it. Um, I, I do have things planned in mind, but I could go with the flow because I found mm-hmm. myself trying too hard. But anyway, um, unfortunately, during the pandemic, I would have cut back a lot of um, planning to do collaboration with other chili heads mm-hmm. or non-chili head. I would plan to travel you know, in the Midwest section, like go to New York, um, Wisconsin, or St. Louis, South Carolina, but now that kind of like on hold. Yeah. But hopefully, um, at the beginning of next year, things will change. But I am going to be going to a few um, hot sauce uh, expos. Mm-hmm. There's one out in New York, and I'm going to be there with the with someone helping out in the booth. So, in the future, I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, event and collaborating with friends and of course uh, keep on improving my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So that's the simple, simplest goal I can explain here. Oh yeah, for sure. And it makes sense. I mean, because now you're you're recognized. People are like seeing you as the Hot Dane show as Roger and you're able to to leverage that mm-hmm. in, in other ways, like maybe with other other brands, other companies, or just just in person like you mentioned, like being at the conventions, people are coming to see you. You can help uh, promote your channel, some products. Like, yeah, there's so much potential when you build that sort of influencer personality. 
you know? Um, so yeah, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so if for someone who's just starting out on YouTube, what would you recommend that they do? Maybe, maybe with regards to how they find their niche or how they find their audience. Do you have any sort of, um, advice now that you're a couple years in? Well, that's a great question. If I were to start all over again, I wouldn't try too hard to get into the techno technique stuff. Mm-hmm. Look, focus on your content. That's what the, the audience wants. Um, you can grow from there. Uh, you can use a simple camera. You're gonna have to spend a thousand dollars on a camera. You could start with your iPhone or Android phone, whatever you have, mm-hmm. and um, just start from there. That's the best way to do it. You don't need to start with a five thousand dollar budget to get it going. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of the the thing. We we have these ideas, and it's like, oh, it has to be perfect before day one. And like, I think what you're doing is absolutely perfect. But of course, it has grown like video after video. It gets a little better, a little. You adjust your approach. You adjust the set. You adjust your gear. Exactly. Yeah, it really. I mean, that's it's the way to do it. And that's that's also why I started this podcast and why it's called Starting Now. Like, I think it's really valuable to like to hit the ground running, like to really just be okay, I'm not, I'm not going to start later. I'm going to start now. I'm going to build this and I'm going to, going to see where it takes me. You know, I mean, yeah, it's the perfect example. Well, you're doing great. I love, I, I watched every one of your podcasts. So. Oh, well, thank you're you. Great. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. And so you mentioned yeah. just in passing, um, because for people listening, like we know each other from the paleo space, like we were both part of the paleo Chicago community and things. You mentioned that, um, yeah. You were gonna go keto, like moving up soon. Just, just in passing, is that something that um, you're approaching? And how are you balancing that with all the spice? <laughs> it feels like you need to have something to sop up well, the spicy. Well, funny you mentioned that. Um, I started out paleo with you mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, uh, thank you for that. It's a great movement. Um, later on, I went full time ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. And then I got involved into, um, what do you call that? Um, car- carnivore diet. Carnivore. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Carnivore diet. I'm pre- so and I went back to ketogenic. Now, when I started this uh, hot dance show, it kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> that's because they got a lot of um, chocolate. They got a lot of non-ketogenic type uh, challenges out there. Uh, I'm not saying they're bad product. Oh, but yeah. it really uh, pushed me to fall off the wagon. <laughs> um, I have about three or four huge challenges coming up this year. And after the first year, I'm going right back into ketogenic diet. Oh, yeah. And I love ketogenic. Mm-hmm. They're great. They're awesome. They're fun. Um, so I have gotten down to like 168 pounds when I on the ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. I'm currently at 250, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, that just happens. Yeah, I need to get back in the shape again. No. <laughs> but do you think that's... Oh, image is everything. Image. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is right. great. Like, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate you taking the time. And I like getting a little window into your into your <laughs> studio here. It's awesome. Nemetic not happy over there. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Nemetic over there. He's not happy. He's not <laughs> Yeah, I like that. We didn't even mention that. I like that you yeah. built that character in. It's really smart. Like, I really recommend anyone listening right now to check out the Hot Dane show on YouTube so you can see Roger's entire approach to uh, building this brand, building um, ev- 
it's interesting because once you said um good mythical morning like Rhett and link it makes it really put the pieces together in mm -hmm. my brain because it has a similar vibe but you took the inspiration from them people who are extremely successful doing so well and right. they, they crafted something amazing and you've taken it and taken the inspiration there and ran with it in your own path which i love that that that's the way to do it like you're not mimicking them you're not you're not copying them in any way but taking that sort of starting point i think is is wonderful what did the job say i forgot what the quote okay uh good artist great artist copy i don't know you know that oh yeah quote, right yeah great artist copy great artist steal i think that's sort of the way and there's also austin cleon wrote a book called steal like an artist where it is it's we're taking we're remixing we're making something new right and you've absolutely done that in in the best way possible so yeah i love that but i definitely recommend anyone listening to check out hot dane show on youtube is there anywhere else that um you would want to send them well, no, I have uh, the hotdanshow.com, the website. You can see uh, my content there. I also have a merch account available. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and I do have a Facebook page. And most important, I do have a YouTube channel at the Hot Dan Show. So. Yeah, awesome. Well, yeah, thanks again for doing this. I really appreciate you taking the time out. No, thank you. Yeah, hopefully when this pandemic um, is like a little... <laughs> A little dialed down. We'll get to see each other in person again. So it's been it's been too long, you know. Yeah, maybe you can be on a tour someday. Maybe. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I have the stomach for all that heat. I'd be like, nice. Yeah. I'd be nice. <laughs> I, I've seen. I've seen your show. I know. I know how how spicy it gets. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, thanks again, and we'll talk again soon. A big thanks to Roger for joining me on this episode. Be sure to check out The Hot Dane Show on YouTube and his website, hotdaneshow.com, where you can find his Hot Dane Show uh, bites. The, the tagline being, the nemesis is waiting, which, by the way, you need, to, you need to check out the nemesis and everything that he has done with that character, too. It's, it's all really entertaining, and I, I think you really didn't love it, so be sure to check out Hot Dane Show. As always, this episode of Starting Now was brought to you by Built. At Built, we help you get started online. Whether you want to start a blog or a business, head over to built.co. That's B-Y-L-T C-O to get started. Built. Your website, built for you, simply. Finally, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out the video version of the show on YouTube. You'll find all the links for this episode at built.co slash 016. That's byltco slash 016. Well, that'll do it for this week. Again, I'm Jeff Sayers. This has been Starting Now, and I'll see you next time.